Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. This is Community Update on Sports Radio 960 AM, WSBT. Good morning, I'm Jim Arizari. Recreational vehicle deliveries are way down from this time last year. The pandemic propelled the industry to a couple of years of unprecedented growth. RVing has remained the preferred way to travel for millions of Americans, but the industry is facing a major decrease in sales, and it's left some local workers without a job. After an unpredicted spike in the past few years, shipments of recreational vehicles are down almost 50%. At the height of the pandemic, RVs were flying off the lots as travel restrictions were set, making airlines and cruises unsafe travel options, and people were looking for other ways to travel. I tell you what, the pandemic, um, I know I had a really great year because people wanted to travel. Results from the RV Industry Association's June 2023 survey found that RV shipments ended the month with around 24,000 units, a decrease of more than 46% compared to June of 2022. To date, RV shipments are down 49.2%. RV expert Chris Hoffer says while the pandemic did have an impact in the past with sale increases, surging interest rates are a big reason for the current slowdown. If the interest rates are this high, People are financing these things. 10% financing is nuts for retail customers. We're, I mean, maybe you can get eight to nine if you shop around, but commonplace is 10, 11%. People are not gonna be buying them. The price of gas is also something Huffer says to keep in mind. Everything's attributed to fuel, fuel prices. Fuel prices um, dictate sales. When fuel prices are down, sales are up, historically. When fuel prices go up, then our RV sales are down. As sales slow down, some companies have been left with no option but to let some of their employees go, including Grand Design RV. They recently let go of 170 of their employees to, quote, right-size operations and better align production output to consumer demand. Grand Design told WSBT, quote, Grand Design RV is one of the last companies in the industry to make this type of move. All team members impacted were given advance notice and a cash bonus to help bridge them to their next roles. As the economy and industry strengthen, Grand Design RV will make every effort to bring back team members as appropriate. WSBT's Tiana Baxter reporting. A lawsuit claims Praxis of South Bend by Landmark Recovery was negligent and asked for punitive damages for nine former patients. Some were there when three deaths and an overdose happened earlier this month. My sources close to Landmark Recovery forwarded me a copy of the email sent by the company's CEO, Matt Boyle, just a few hours ago. And in that email, Boyle said two of their facilities are unaffected by this. Another Landmark Recovery in Carmel and practice, Praxis of Ladoga. According to Boyle's email, the Division of Mental Health and Addiction justified this action because 20 situations involving local police were not reported to the state. However, he stated in the email that those situations didn't require Require a police presence. Quote, DMHA argues that this failure to report con- constitutes conduct or praxis, practice rather in the operations of the facility that is detrimental to the welfare of its residents. It thus invoking its emergency powers to revoke our license. Landmark Recovery also responded to my email about this saying, quote, 
We respectfully disagree with this decision and believe it is based on misinformation. We are working with our legal counsel to explore the next steps, including an appeal. And also in that email, Boyle stated that the state has ordered them to stop admitting patients and to transfer those that they have at to other facilities by August 17th. This is also happening as nine former patients at Praxis of South Bend filed a lawsuit claiming negligence and medical malpractice. WSBT's Erica Finke reporting. The Icebox Skating Rink in South Bend, which hosts high school hockey and figure skating competitions, has plans to start a $12 million expansion. The rink is also expected to renovate the snack bar and multiple locker rooms in addition to adding another ice rink. Construction will start in April of next year and will finish by the end of summer 2025. Patrick McMahon has been a part of the Icebox since the very beginning and has been working within the youth hockey scene for over 50 years. As a former president of the Icebox, seeing this come to life is very exciting. Well, it's great. Uh, anytime that you can expand a sheet of ice in order to allow more practices, more skating, more learn to skate activity, learn to play hockey, etc., uh, it's exciting. He says during this two-year planning process, he's had one thing in mind, the community. We're going to be doing a fundraiser as part of this. And the fundraiser is not just focused on capital. The fundraiser is focused on setting aside dollars that will allow us to get kids on the ice less expensively. For many, the Icebox is the place to be for anything related to frozen sports. They even host birthdays and other recreational events. Sophie Donito is a current employee at the Icebox and has been skating here for years. She is excited for the longly awaited upgrades. Very excited to see some necessary changes. I think for as long as I've been here, I've been here through multiple man people who have been managers. I've, been, I've seen people come and people go. But overall, the icebox itself has stayed relatively the same, and I really am excited to see what renovations they add. Renovations to the icebox include upgrading 25-year-old equipment to keep the ice cold, more space for more guests, and an overall upgrade to the facility. A third ice rink is expected to increase foot traffic for the city and more spending in the form of hotels and restaurants. McMahon says this additional rink will expand their operations drastically. More leisure and competitive activities can be offered simultaneously with this extra available space. WSBT's Sean English reporting. An Elkhart family will be getting a new home thanks to a partnership between Winnebago and Habitat for Humanity for the 2023 Women Build. A single mom who's worked her way to a new home. Organizers of the project say that's why they do Women's Build. Julie Morris is a single mom with two kids, 17 and 11 years old. But when it comes to housing, she says the family needed some help. Unfortunately, they lost their father nine years ago. And they're just excited to get in their own house. And Morris says the family has been living with her parents. She began working with Habitat for Humanity about a year ago. Since she's spent months in classes for home ownership and helping build homes for others through the organization. And now it's her turn as employees of Winnebago volunteer to help her build the walls to her new house. This is it to get to this point and seeing the walls go up taking my kids by there so they can be surprised that this is what I was doing today. It's families like the Morrises that are the reason Winnebago chose to partner with Habitat, especially for the Women Build, which empowers women to take the lead in making an affordable home for themselves. Obviously, this is what we do every day, right? An RV is kind of like a home on wheels. This is part of what Winnebago, we're, very, we're big advocates on Women's Day, and so this was part of our way, both men and women, to give back and be a part of it within the community. It's a project that's becoming increasingly important, according to Habitat. The organization has seen a 100% increase in need over the last three years, from building four to five homes a year to about 10. 
the majority of those homes for single moms. There are about 24 women in their program right now. While Morris may be the mom to get this home, she's paid her dues, and she says she can't wait to see the reaction from her kids as the walls go up on the property. It's truly been a blessing working with everybody, getting to know all the other families and everybody in the program. Kind of speechless, shaking on the inside, but just keep smiling. The house is expected to be finished in 10 to 12 weeks. WSBT's Anne Lurie reporting. Police departments are warning drivers about certain bumper stickers on cars and the possible dangers they pose. From proud parents declaring their kids' honor rolls. post by the Hamilton County Sheriff's Office, a graphic shows reasons why certain bumper stickers pose a threat to drivers and their families. One sticker particularly popular among parents reading, My child is on the honor roll, can be especially dangerous. This tells criminals where your child goes to school and sometimes even their name. South Bend Police Detective Brian Kendall says he understands parents wanting to boast, but it's best to do it in other ways. It's 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 great, you know, but there's people with with you know, like, like criminal mindset that see that and say, oh, if they're with a hockey team, they're gone. And hockey practices, they're gone on weekends at tournaments. Plus, hockey hockey equipment's very expensive, so there might be expensive stuff in the house. Kendall adds it's a personal decision to put these types of stickers or signs up, but it can create an easy target for criminals. Is, is big with this child predator thing going on. You put your your, your kids' schools on there. Well, now, now they know where your kid goes to school. And, that, and that's obviously more personal than, a, you know, any kind of valuables you might have. But. Detective Kendall says to take precautions with these personal signs and keep your possessions secured in case someone tries to break in. The best things that, that you know, obviously leave everything locked. Uh, lock your house up. You know, that way people keep, that's, that this, this can't come in. Don't leave valuables or personal information in your car. Detective Kendall says to take precautions with these stickers and keep your house and your car locked. If anyone falls victim to property theft, Detective Kendall says to call your local police department and have as much information about your belongings as possible. WSBT's Gabby Luma reporting. It's been one year since the 988 Crisis Lifeline was launched. The Michigan Department of Health and Human Services is celebrating that milestone. 988, previously known as the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, accepts calls from anyone who needs support, whether that be for suicide, mental health, or substance use. And it's been one year since the 988 line was launched. On July 16, 2022, 988 became the new three-digit dialing code that routes callers to the local 988 call centers. It's just to make it easier an easier number for someone to remember. The 988 Suicide and Crisis Lifeline operates 24-7 and responds to calls, chats, or texts completely free and confidential, supporting those who are struggling. Certainly for someone who's in a su feeling suicidal, but also for someone who's having a mental health crisis, emotional crisis, or a substance abuse. Uh, issue. Moving to the three-digit 988 does not mean the 1-800 number goes away. Either number will get people to the same services. And the hotline just isn't for those seeking support, but also for a loved one worried about someone in crisis. And I've called the number uh, because, not because I was in crisis, but because I was talking to somebody that was in a crisis and I wasn't sure what to tell them. The Michigan Crisis in Access Line, MyCal, is the statewide crisis in access line and a 988 call center. They are primarily responsible for answering Michigan 988 calls. They are going to people who've been specially trained uh, to help in these kinds of situations. Watford and his team have been working hard to promote awareness of the line in Berrien County by placing signs up. We have ordered about 350 yard signs and we have volunteers that have been putting signs up in the, their community in high visible locations or just in front of their homes. Uh, we also have posters 
almost a thousand posters that we printed and distributed to put up in public spaces. And then we've been trying to get schools to put the message on their, on their electronic signs. WSBT's Tiana Baxter reporting. A proposed plan in Plymouth hopes to connect the community and make traveling safer for all. Many showed up at an open house to hear about the Harrison Street Trail Project. City officials say the proposed street trail is a big need. Project managers and city officials heard feedback tonight about the proposed plan that would be an extension of the Greenways Trail. The proposed street trail will connect existing trails from Magnetic Park and come all the way down Harrison Street to Oak Road. The goal is to connect people in the area to the existing trail network and provide transportation to people in areas where there's not a sidewalk at all. There's very little space for them. If a car is coming, they have nowhere to go to get out of the way. So it's a safety concern in those places. But also, like I said, it's an expansion of the Greenways Trail network that uh, really connects the city. Ralph Booker biked to today's open house and says there's a definite need for the street trails. He says that the roads can be a very dangerous place for those not traveling by car and emphasize the need for safe ways of travel for everyone in the city. I travel all the time just to go to the grocery store or whatever, and it's sometimes perilous to do that because we just don't have the uh, infrastructure in order to accommodate bicycles and, and walking and running. Some property owners were concerned about how it will impact their property values. Many homeowners asking how their front yards would be affected. City leaders say the project is still in the planning phase and the focus right now is to let the community voice any concerns. We're not even to 30% design, so we can take the feedback that we get today, tweak the design um, to make sure that it is um, an asset that's going to be beneficial for the community. There's still no timeline on when construction on the project would begin or even how much it would cost. The city will take tonight's feedback and bring back an updated plan to the community in the near future. At the live desk, I'm Asher Booksman, WSBT 22 News. WSBT's Asher Booksman reporting. Silver Creek Township will have to wait a bit longer to hear the results of an appeal against a proposed poultry farm located on Bakeman Road in Cass County. After nearly two hours of discussion between state officials, the Right to Farm program, neighbors, and state extension officials, the commission said they want more time to make sure everything is within regulations. There were a handful of people who spoke out at today's meeting, both in person and virtually. One of those who opposes the poultry farm is Shauna Weingarten, who operates a daycare near the site. One of the regulations for this farm is that it cannot be within 1,500 feet of hospitals, churches, and care facilities, including daycares. Weingarten says her property line is less than 1,500 feet away, and she also has concerns about the environmental impact this could bring. I am concerned about these things because I am running a daycare and I have already had people decide that they did not want to use me for their childcare because of this facility going in and the safety of their children. Now, I reached out to the owner of Silver Creek Poultry LLC, Joel Lehman, for a response. He reiterates that he believes the project meets all of the siting requirements and is confident they will receive final site approval. The next commission meeting is scheduled for September 13th. WSBT's Lynette Grant reporting. Views and opinions expressed are those of the individual speaking and do not necessarily reflect the views of WSBT Radio, its staff or management. Join us next week for Community Update on Sports Radio 960 AM. WSBT.
Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. 